Guts. Check. Flats. Check. Engine. Check. Copy me. Check. We are go. Okay, boys. Launch. You're listening to The Loft on Radio Free Hillsdale 101.7 FM. I am Nick Trellia. I'm Kaleeb. And I'm Rachel Kukaji. This week, we have the return of Ask Hillsdale, a very, very special guest from somewhere up north. But as always, let's get started with Wacky World. Wow! I don't believe it. Well, there's something you don't see every day. So I've got a story here from the Daily Mail over in the UK. A Mexican woman found images of her husband with another woman on his cell phone, but didn't allow her emotions to cloud her judgment. <laughs> Just kidding. She stabbed him multiple times before her husband could wrestle the knife away and explain that the images were, in fact, of her. Awkward. Oh, man. Yeah. The husband was taken to the hospital and treated for multiple stab wounds. He is expected to survive, but their marriage is not. <laughs> oh, no. The wife told investigators that she could not recognize herself in the image immediately because the images were of, quote, a young, thin woman with makeup. So we can safely assume that the wife is now old, fat, and ugly. <laughs> how many? Was it just one photo or multiple? Uh, I believe there were, there were multiple photos. And what I'm wondering is how long did it take her to realize, oh, that's what I used to look like. It sounds like not until it was explained to her. Yeah, yeah. The, the husband literally had to pull the knife out of her hands. So do we believe the husband? <laughs> what if it's really not her? Well, she she said that she came around and realized that it was her. Oh, she admits. Okay. I that's just crazy to me to think that a woman could actually look at a picture and not recognize herself. Oh, okay. That's wild. You, you say that now, right? <laughs> 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 Always taking the woman's side. No. <laughs> not usually. So, here's a question: Do they get divorced? Uh, yes. I would if I was that guy. Are you oh, kidding yeah. me? Have they or will they? Will they? Or should they? Should? Is that even a question? Yes, they should. <laughs> That's not a stable relationship. If your first reaction to finding... Like, it sounds like she's kind of crazy, but you know... Yeah, if your first reaction is finding pictures... Like, if you find pictures and your first reaction is to just start stabbing, like, that's not... I would just say, like, before you jump to divorce, maybe send her to rehab or something. Maybe divorce her and then send her to rehab. How about that? <laughs> Gosh. All right, Rachel, what do you got? Have you ever had a samosa? No. No. So it's this fried Indian dish, Indian food, great, by the way. Mm. And it's basically packed with, you know, meat or vegetables, different things. You dip it in this really good plum sauce. It's a tasty dish. Well, a British eatery that makes samosas attempted to make light of the dark circumstances in our world. Basically, they wanted something happy. So they decided to use weather balloons to send a samosa in quotes, to space. But the food <laughs> item ended up crash landing in France. Of so all places. The owner... Oh, come on, try. Come on. <laughs> Niraj Gatter. <laughs> <laughs> it's oh. like... It's Niraj got who? It's like, hey, where'd you go? Oh, Niraj Gatter. <laughs> <laughs> well, he didn't get the samosa. <laughs> what? Should have ordered from Uber Eats instead. Owner... Yeah... Maybe maybe this is a new trend. Uber Eats should yeah. use weather balloons. Anyway, owner of the uh, Chaiwala Eatery in Bath, England, said he came up with the idea to send the samosa to space as a means of bringing some mirth to what has been a difficult time. I said as a joke once that I would send a samosa into space, and then I thought during this bleak times, we could all use a reason to laugh, he said. 
And so he and his friends attached the samosa to a weather balloon outfitted with a GoPro camera and a GPS tracker so they could follow the food item's journey. But shortly after the launch, they discovered the GPS was malfunctioning. And they thought the product was a loss, but the next day the GPS reactivated and revealed that the balloon had crash-landed in Picardy, France. Mm. An Instagram user with the handle Axel Mathon sent out um, on a mission to find the crash site, and he said he was shocked to find the balloon and the box containing the GoPro and the GPS hanging from a field. And the samosa and its <laughs> wrapper... Wait, hanging from a field? Hanging. <laughs> <laughs> the GPS was hanging from a tree in a field, but the samosa and its wrapper were missing. So oh. I guess that someone... They escaped. Someone wanted a... S- <laughs> I was going to say someone needed a snack. Um, it's unknown how high the samosa ended up traveling, but the GoPro did capture a clip showing that it passed an airplane. So it got... Whoa. It got pretty high. Anyway, I think that you should just, you know, keep the samosas on the ground or on your plate <laughs> in your mouth. Yeah, I yeah. like to throw them at people. <laughs> <laughs> Rachel, do you eat your samosas off the ground? I've never eaten any because I just throw them at people. <laughs> samosas are really good. You should have mm. them sometime. All right, maybe we will. Caleb, what do you have? All right, so here's one from the Huffington Post, actually. Yeah. I know. Oklahoma lawmaker wants to create an official Bigfoot hunting season. Oh, yes, it sir. could soon be Sasquatch season in Oklahoma. <laughs> oh, no. You know, if this wasn't Oklahoma, I would ask if this lawmaker was the same guy who thought Guan was going to tip oh, over. Tip over, <laughs> yeah. Capsize. I don't think it is, but this guy wants to be really clear that, quote, we are not going to kill Bigfoot. We're going to trap a live Bigfoot. <laughs> we are not promoting killing Bigfoot. <laughs> We're promoting hunting Bigfoot, trying to find evidence of Bigfoot. <laughs> 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 and he's doing this by establishing a Bigfoot hunting season. <laughs> oh, no. Where if you bring in a live Bigfoot, you get $25,000 bounty. <laughs> Was this part of his campaign? Like, did people vote him in on this matter? I mean, probably, but like... I'm a I single like issue voter. <laughs> is, will there be Bigfoot hunting? <laughs> <laughs> so the, the commission of the state didn't seem interested. They said... Quote, we use science-driven research, and we don't <laughs> recognize Bid- Bigfoot in the state of Oklahoma. <laughs> but the congressman said um, it would be great for tourism and outdoor recreation. Now, does Oklahoma have any tourism? Like, there's nothing there. Exactly. But if you think Bigfoot's there, then you can go buy a, a license and a tag and... Uh, Prove that you participated in the hunt. <laughs> yes. That is ridiculous. This is like, like a legitimate hunting. It's like a legitimate game now. Dude, could you imagine like you're out there hunting Bigfoot and you're like, you know, you, you wander off of like the area that's cleared for hunting and then you get like arrested by the game warden for hunting Bigfoot <laughs> out of season, out of the zone. My what word. a way to go. I know. What if this like really takes off though? Like what if a bunch of different lawmakers in different states start making Bigfoot hunting season and then it's like, what is the Republicans party platform on Bigfoot hunting? Season? Okay. So this actually exists in other states. Yes. So Washington specifically protects him by name <laughs> on their game registry. Oh, and man. in Texas, um, the laws allow hunters to bag bud- Bigfoot on site, <laughs> as one would expect. We don't want no Bigfoot in Texas, apparently. Um, yeah, so one of the lawmakers in Texas told NPR that 
if Bigfoot did exist and wasn't human, <laughs> then it would be legal. Bigfoot would be a non-protected <laughs> wild animal. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Well, I know where I'm going for spring break. Yo, that sounds like fun. <laughs> Hold up. This is an interesting use of taxpayer dollars. Hunting. Well, interesting is taxpayer dollars. Like the CIA or somebody used their like video photo stabilization techniques on that famous uh, Bigfoot video where he's like running off, but it's super uh, grainy and shaky. Yeah, yeah. And they spent like millions of dollars to stabilize it for no good reason. Pretty interesting. Well, I'm I'm glad the people in Oklahoma seem to have plenty to do. You are listening <laughs> to the Lost on Radio Three Hills, the right. one hundred one point seven FM. And before we introduce our very special guest for this week's episode, we have to go through a little history lesson about the state of Michigan. So, as some of our listeners may know, Michigan does not exist as one continuous state. There is a lower peninsula and an upper peninsula, which is actually connected to Wisconsin up in the north. The land was granted to Michigan as part of a settlement after the Toledo War, where Michigan and Ohio went 12 rounds over who owned Toledo, which would never happen today, by the way. (laughs) Ohio uh, won and got Toledo, but as compensation, Michigan got the mineral-rich upper peninsula, people who live up there are affectionately dubbed youpers and being from the south i did not know this but there is a totally distinct culture up there completely separate from mainland michigan here to enlighten us straight from escanaba michigan is the youper trooper himself norm wallon well oh, hello there thanks for having me on anytime you know when you asked me on the show you never told me what to wear so i uh, so i just wore my best flannel so i look good on the radio you know you can uh, you can hear if you want to you can hear the quality construction of it. It's uh, it's warm as a tough as a moose's hide in June and warm as a bunny's bum in November if you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. I got it at the Aldi for like ten bucks. Sounds like a good deal. Oh yeah, people have been uh, boycotting the the Aldi where I where I go at my home since they uh, they traced a pink eye outbreak to the sunglasses rack. But I uh, I stand by Aldi. They got never done me wrong. Anyway, this uh. This flannel comes really handy at the Packers games when I go at Lambeau Field. You know, go Pack Go. So you're from Michigan, but you root for the Packers. Well, uh, Escanaba is close enough to Wisconsin. We can kind of choose who we root for. And uh, nobody but the yo-yo people would uh, would choose to root for the Lions. For all intents and purposes, I, I consider myself a resident of the home of the Packers. I mean, the Lions ain't won a Super Bowl in the last 50 years. So, you know, I just didn't see the point. Didn't the Packers just lose the NFC Championship? Oh, holy wow, it's a sore subject for to bring it up, eh? At least the Packers are losing conference championships instead of uh, 11 games a season like the Lions, right? And can I say another thing about going to the Packers games? I'm getting sick and tired of all this photo review they got going on there. The games are taking forever. These refs spend more time looking at evidence than the OJ jury. <laughs> it's ridiculous. You need twice as much beer to get you through the game now, and I'm not paying those outrageous stadium concession prices. When we had a kid, I say to my wife, why wouldn't I put my beer in one of the bottles of baby formula? Well, they got mixed up, and let me tell you, that was uh, one confused baby. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, what else do you do up there in the UP? Well, we do a lot of hunting up there. Uh, my brother and I particularly, we got a few places we know where there'll always be deer around at any time of year. So you guys got a plot or a feeder? Oh, no, we hit up deer crossings on the highway. Uh, this one time, my brother... He was out uh, hunting in his tree stand, and he was up there for hours, freezing like an icicle. And uh, we didn't see nothing, but you know, he he hit a deer on the drive home. So now when we go hunting, we just sit in his truck and drive around until we find one crossing the road. And my brother whips out his shotgun and lets her rip. 
Um, but may I tell you, it's not all Miller Lite and heated seats. This one time we were in pursuit of a particularly evasive Turdy Point buck, and we chased him for miles down the road till we ran out of gas. We almost starved, but I had some great jerky in my pocket. This will always save for emergencies. Do you want to? Oh, I have some here. Jeep? What? Jeep? What? Oh, Jeep? that's 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 Uber speak for did you eat? Oh. Yeah, you want some jerky? Yeah, sure, I guess. Sure. <laughs> All right, here, here you go. Get it out. That that's really tender. Oh yeah, getting hit by the front of a Ford Bronco will do that for you. It's delicious. Did you make it yourself? Oh yeah, sure I do. I got my own recipe. I don't understand why people uh, spend money on those expensive meat grinders. I, I figure you've already got a wood chipper. Uh, why why <laughs> why add the cost? Uh, but you know what else? This deer meat goes really well with the pasties. They're. Uh, you know what they are? Mm-mm. I've heard of them before, but. They Heard the word. Sad trolls. They're these uh, delicious little meat pies. It's a little pastry with like they put meat and potatoes and, uh, and vegetables in them, and they're 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 wonderful. They they used to give them to the miners going down into the mines because they would stay warm for a long time. But I always I always make a big bowl of them for big pot of them for my ride home because I get really hungry in the car on the highway. Uh, I always make extras because you never know when you're gonna need to share. So y- you want some? Sure. Sure. Why not? <laughs> All right. Uh, let me get uh, let me get the the pot out from down below here. Ah, oh, jeepers, cripes, all. This is Josh, the producer, and we'll be right back. You're listening to the Loft on Radio Free Hillsdale 101.7 FM, and after a long hiatus, Ask Hillsdale has returned. It's our segment where we go out on campus, annoy people while they're having dinner, talking to their friends, socializing. We shove a mic in their face and ask them questions. This week, we are asking them about the different stereotypes surrounding the different groups on campus, different majors, sororities, fraternities. What's the easiest major? What's the hardest major? Let's take a listen. If you had to get rid of one sorority on campus, what would it be? My joke answer would be SAI, but my actual answer probably would be uh, Hi-Fi at this point. What is the most annoying major on campus? Politics. Which major would you least want to date? Art! If you could get rid of one of the fraternities on campus, which one would it be? ATO. ATO. So which of the majors on campus would you get rid of if we had to? Latin. Which is the most annoying major on campus? (laughs) Business. What is the most annoying major on campus? Wow, politics majors. I have not yet met a politics major who I thought was rooted in reality. If you could eliminate one sorority from campus, which one would it be? Definitely Kayo. Which major is most likely to show up to a party already drunk? Business, you already know they shwasted. <laughs> if you had to get rid of one major on campus, which one would it be? Oh, oh no, uh, physics. So what is the easiest major on campus? Psychology. What is the most annoying major on campus? Psychology. If you could get rid of one fraternity on campus, which one would it be? Uh, Alpha. <laughs> so which major is most likely to show up to a party already drunk? Business. So what is the easiest major on campus? 
probably history or politics. If you had to get rid of one sorority on campus, which one would it be? Kayo, no question. If you could get rid of one sorority on campus, which one would it be? Pi Phi. What is the easiest major on campus? Oh, that's going to be probably political economy. It's just the thing about that is no one actually does it. So, yeah. What's the second question? What is the most annoying major on campus? Also political economy, yeah. So what is the easiest major on campus? History. So which major is most likely to show up to a party already drunk? Business. So what is the easiest major on campus? Psychology. So what do you think is the hardest major on campus? Classics. <laughs> really? Greek and Latin, I don't know. Wow, campus really has beef against the business department. <laughs> I don't think it's like beef. I think they just recognize they recognize the reality. Right. Of, yeah. You know, yeah. Yeah. I think they have beef with politics. They're always like politics is the most annoying major. Well, it's funny to me that people also kept saying history was the easiest because I've thought of history as like an interesting major mm -hmm. and maybe a, like not the hardest, but I don't know that I would qualify it's very, as the easiest. It's a very small about, major. Well, it's, it's I just not, think about why. those like 20 page well, research papers that they have to write. Size doesn't like, really mm -hmm. indicate difficulty. It, it really is like all the research you have to, like when you write a paper for history class, you have to uh, do all the research outside of class and then write these long papers. Yeah. So. And same thing with English where mm -hmm. you have like these, you know, 20, 25 page papers right. for each class. And so I think it, it adds up. So it's not like, uh, it's not like chem or anything or math or physics where okay, yeah i have a bone to pick with whoever said physics is like the major we should get rid of yeah that's stupid who, who was that you're dumb i need a name just some I random guy there needs only, to be some we retribution we have like three stem majors let's not kill stem majors stem yeah three stem majors like yeah fields of study no we have there's math oh there's math. physics Someone's chemistry biochemistry and bio there's five. Um, there's actually applied okay. math. And six. there's also psychology, which is technically in the science. Okay. So, six. I was saying like. I wasn't, I was not being literal. She wasn't saying literally. <laughs> I, I did not say literally. Yeah. I don't know. I was thinking, I was thinking about the science ones. I, sh I should have specified science. But anyway, yeah. Uh, we don't have a lot. That's mm. the point. In comparison to the, you know, BS versus BA, we shouldn't get rid of one of them. Right. I do think whoever said that classics was the hardest major, like, yeah, what are they on? I, I well, Greek and Latin. I don't know how hard I those feel are like to what learn. What they were saying about Greek and Latin is reasonable. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god. Oh really? Reasonable, huh? <laughs> oh my gosh. Great. Didn't they um, say Greek and Latin were the like, hardest majors? No, they they were saying that you have to study Greek and Latin for the classics, That's which is what makes it difficult. Oh, I see. Which okay. I said sounds reasonable. I mean, I agree. Again, I don't know how hard Greek and Latin are. I can only say like two things in Latin, so. Yeah, same. But you know, I was I don't think classics is the hardest major though. I'm going to I'm going to go out on a very solid limb here and say that. <laughs> I probably yeah. feel like like physics is probably Physics the maybe, hardest. chemistry. We were Especially just talking at about this Hillsdale. the other day. We we're talking about this the other day and we think that um Chemistry is the hardest if you're a non-science major. Or no. Mm -hmm. Chemistry is the hardest if you're a science major. Physics is the hardest if you're not a science major. Mm -hmm. If that makes sense. Like the BABS. Like it all, yeah, it all depends on like how you think and like how your brain is wired. Oh, I see. Yeah. Interesting. 
Yeah, I will say I was kind of surprised by the responses. I was expecting one sorority to definitely pull ahead in front of the others with the question of like which one would you get rid of. But it was kind of balanced. No one mentioned Kappa though. Not yeah. one single Kappa. Mm, no one interesting. wants to get rid of Kappa. But maybe you just maybe you did you target Kappas in the dining hall? Uh, I didn't really target anybody. I just walked around and <laughs> I said, "Will you talk to me?" Yes. Okay. I got it. <laughs> so it sounds like my love life. Century yeah. pick up. <laughs> <laughs> Will you talk to me? Yes, I guess. <laughs> All right. Hey. All right. So that was this week's edition of Ask Hillsdale. Look around for us on campus. We might be coming around to ask you a question sometime soon. All right, this has been The Loft on Radio Free Hillsdale 101.7 FM. Thanks for tuning in and hear from us next week.